Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session number 4949 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate all the kind words, comments. I appreciate it every time that you share one of these episodes with an upline or sideline or someone that you feel like can benefit from the message. Uh, I just sincerely thank you. And with that spirit, I want to share with you a... uh, a post that I pulled uh, from Wayne Gerald. Uh, Wayne is actually a MLMTrainingClub.com member and haven't had the opportunity to meet him personally, but look forward to hopefully sometime this year or in the very near future. But this is his comments in regards to session number 45. If you haven't heard that, I hope you'll go back and listen. The title of that was Prospecting versus Marketing. And this is Wayne's comments. Actually, a member of our team pulled this from Facebook. He said, are you a marketer or a leader? Isn't that a great question? Are you a marketer or a leader? Dale vividly explains how I screwed up in the past in this podcast. I had bought it into the attraction marketing, inbound marketing, and attempted to teach my team to be marketers not leaders. I had gotten myself officially inbound certified certified by HubSpot and then tried to get my team to do the same. Though I had some people say they would, nobody else did. My attempts at duplication was an utter failure. Thanks to Dale, I got my head straight and I'm working on building my leadership team. Gerald, I appreciate those comments. You know, and, and as we get into this month's session, do you want the sizzle or the steak? Uh, understand, guys, where I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, yes, the truth will set you free, but sometimes it will piss you off first. I don't know who said that, but there was never wiser words spoken. Here's my fundamental belief regarding network marketing. Because I don't want you to waste your time on this podcast, honestly. If, if if this doesn't make sense to you, you can come back five years from now if you're still in the game and, and you're ready. And it'll make sense then, I promise. But your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. And that's a very, very key word, develop. I believe in the concept of homegrown leaders. I believe that leadership creates product volume. Leadership moves products. Distributors are a revolving door. They're coming and going all the time. But developed, and that's a key word, developed leadership stays. Now, there's no question the past 15 years plus, the entire industry, all that it's really accomplished in the big scope, the big picture, all that's really been accomplished is people recruiting each other. 
as Lynn Clements talks about in great detail back in 1995, how in an article entitled The Land of 10,000 Unrecruited Heavy Hitters, if you've never read that article, you need to read it. It's it. Uh, you can download it free. It's part of a PDF called the Top 24 Articles in Network Marketing History. It's topmlmtrainingarticles.com. The reason I started this podcast, gearing it towards network marketing leaders, is that I believe that the industry has to get real with what's going on, where we're at, and where it's headed. Uh, I, I believe that with everything within me. If you've never heard the the webinar that myself and Ron Henley did, it's called A Critical Message to Network Marketing Pros. You have to watch that. It's at momhelp.delcalvert.com uh, forward slash critical. Or you can go to momhelp.com and type in the search box, critical message, and it'll come up. Guys, it's important that we understand where we are, where it's going, what we must do to make network marketing, the network marketing business model, the awesome, help help people understand the awesome opportunity that it, that it is. In my opinion, network marketing is the number one opportunity in the world to help average people with above average desire, the opportunity to create generational wealth. It's not about get three and yours can be free. It's about creating wealth. It's about changing people's lives. It's about changing their children's lives by teaching the correct skill sets and more importantly, the mindsets required to build a real business with real customers and a growing, duplicating organization of people that are moving forward, what I call future leaders. So I ask you again, do you want the sizzle or do you want the steak? Do you want the accolades and the money and the cars and the trips and all that? Or do you want a real duplicating organization of people that will not just feed you but feed your grandchildren? That's really the question. And, and the reality is if you do it right, if you do it with the right focus, then everything that you want as far as cars, trips, accolades, etc., will all come to you naturally, organically. And it's real. It's not, it's not oh, I found, got me a leader from another company and now he's bringing in or she's bringing in you know, 1,200 people and, and now I'm, my income is going to increase $5,000 next month. It's not about that, guys. It's absolutely not about that. We're experiencing an entrepreneurial revolution around the world, network marketing. After 50 years, we should be at the top of that entrepreneurial revolution, and we're not. We're avoided like the plague. Why? Because the last 15 years, we've, we've started focusing on the sizzle instead of the steak. I, uh, I did a call today with a new customer and awesome lady. With a great company, great product line, been around for a while. And uh, the person that sponsored her was actually just a product user and wasn't interested in the business. 
but she saw the opportunity and she fell in love with the products and she saw the opportunity and she had to call the company to find an upline leader that she could get some direction with. The upline quote unquote leader, the direction she gave was you need to go to every trade show in your area and pick up the business cards of other network markers and other companies and you need to call them and you need to recruit a leader that can bring their organization over under you. That was the training that the leader, quote unquote, gave this person. Now, I can promise you that logical, business-minded people don't respond to that type of nonsense and all the other ridiculous advice that are be that's being given to sane people with just a fraction of a business mind. Logical thinking people that look at the network marketing business model understand it's not just about getting them in. It truly is about keeping them in and helping them move forward in the comp plan. So, I, I, I mean, there's not a week goes by that I don't have a conversation with someone that's just horrifying, honestly. Uh, but press on. Press on. <laughs> you know, press on. Uh, I believe, you know, I had another guy uh, earlier this week, a friend of mine, he said, Dale, on your webinars, you act like you don't even, you don't even want people to hang around. And I said, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I don't. I want to attract the right people, and I want to repel the wrong people. That's that's 100% my intention. He said, Dale, but you would make more money. It's not about that. Long-term income potential is in direct proportion to the value you provide to the market that you serve. And history will always reveal the people that with the correct track record. Track record and today, guys, everything you're doing is being recorded. I mean, your great-grandkids are going to be reading what you're doing or what you said or what you did or how you did it. Something y'all really think about. So I'm going to get into this. I'm going to share just a couple of ideas. Um, I really, really want to communicate to network marketing leaders as I go through this, if there's something I'm missing, something I'm not seeing, uh, please let me know. I mean, I am always open to logical, factual discussion, debate, argument, always open. But on the same token, understand that I absolutely could care less about your emotional thoughts as you should mine. Okay, you shouldn't you shouldn't give you should care less what Dale thinks from an emotional standpoint. It's all about 
human nature. It's about logic. It's about uh, not being so self-absorbed or so plugged into a philosophy that you don't doubt that philosophy. See, the reason I don't doubt what I communicate is because it was here long before Dale Calvert, because I knew I didn't know squat when I started, but I was smart enough to listen to people that had track records, people like Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, uh, Maxwell Maltz, uh, read books like Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, understanding basic human nature and understanding what it takes to build real teams and real leaders and learn from people like John Maxwell, who understands leadership and the quick reading books on herbs and and chemicals and, and household products and start reading books on leadership and really understanding it. And I was young enough not to have a lot of baggage when I entered the industry. So I really want to communicate this message to you, and it's just something that is worth consideration. Worth consideration. Um, if you ask most traditional business owners, uh, why are you starting a business? You know, people invest their life savings in a franchise or you know, they decide they're going to get in the carpet cleaning business and they buy a van and all the equipment or, or, you know, they go to school to become a dentist and they open a dental practice or whatever. If you ask most traditional business owners why they're starting a business, I'm just curious what you what you feel their answer would be. For me, uh, at a very early age, I realized that the only way I was going to have any kind of freedom in my life was to be my own boss, to become an entrepreneur. And I always had an entrepreneur spirit from the time I was a kid. And I, you know, sent away for every business opportunity and every rag magazine on the newsstand, uh, bronzing, bronzing baby shoes and uh, growing earthworms in your basement and the list goes on and on and on and on and when I saw the network marketing business model and the opportunity to create residual income it just totally 100% clicked for me um, so I believe most people that start a traditional business do so for some type of financial control and lifestyle that's what I believe financial control lifestyle at some level and that makes sense to me and probably makes sense to you and network marketing is attracting a, a different type of person uh, it seems to me that there's a lot of people in the profession that want the sizzle but really haven't thought that much about the steak. They want the the cars and the trips and the recognition, but not understanding that they're in the leadership development business 
and that you first must put the oxygen mask on yourself before you try to force it on other people. You know, take control of yourself, your work ethic, your determination, you know, your mastery of lead generation and the, and the other five core fundamentals that we talk about. And if you master them yourself and you focus on developing a real business with real customers and you understand that the name of the game is developing homegrown leaders, then the sizzle will come. You won't be able to stop the sizzle if you have the right foundation. But if you're just a lot of talk and, and there's a lot of people that can talk the talk who've never walked the walk. And then there's people that have walked the walk, but they think it's about uh, they keep score based upon their bank account and not based upon their team's bank account. I cannot tell you how many times over the years I have talked to so many people. And if you've been around any time at all, you've heard this statement more times than any of us would ever want to admit. And that is, Dale, I'm making great money, but my, nobody on my team is. How many times have you heard that? I'm making great money, but nobody on my team is. See, when I first started in the industry, I heard that far too many times. I'm talking about in 1980, 81, 82, when I went to different events and I listened to different audios. It's like, okay, you're doing awesome. How's your team doing? And and I think a lot of that shaped my belief that, Dale, it's never going to be about you. It's always going to be about other people. And as Zig says, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. So I'm fascinating today uh, by people that are focused on the sizzle and not the steak. And I would just ask you to honestly, you know, ask yourself that. Where's your real focus? Because the sizzle is shallow. Uh, I saw a quote from Calvin Coolidge this week. It said, no person was ever honored for what he received. Honor has been the reward for what we gave. What we gave. See, your team, you know, when people tell me, well, Dale, you know, I'm making great money, but my team's not doing anything or not making any money. I don't have anybody on my team making any money. Your team is a reflection of your leadership ability or lack thereof. I'm going to say that again. Your team, your personal team, is a reflection of your leadership ability or lack thereof. And I talk about this again in great detail in the booklet that we wrote, you know, years ago, why the masses of network marketers are frustrated, confused, and don't have a clue what they're doing. It's on Amazon. Uh, it's at anonymousmasses.com. Okay, so this has been going on forever, but at this point in time in history, you know, it used to be uh, it, it, the, the numbers are staggering, absolutely staggering. And we have an overflow of people that are wanting the sizzle. And unfortunately, we have gurus telling them, you know, just go out there and talk about that, which you've never done. And you attract people. And the reality is the only people you're going to attract are morons. People that don't know any better. Um, so I've always been fascinated by this. I've been fascinated by 
people that are so motivated with titles, with titles. And, you know, you see all kinds of just flim flam stuff going on in different organizations where this month we're going to help Joe become a diamond. Next month we're going to help Sally become a diamond. And everybody's going to do all their volume in this one number so we can get all these titles. And you end up with a lot of people that have leadership titles and zero leadership ability because real leaders don't uh, don't create followings. They create other leaders, as Brian Tracy said. I remember back in the day hearing the great Art Williams, and he talked about how fascinated he was to see millionaires, millionaires competing for $10 T-shirts. I'll never forget hearing that because it hit me emotionally because I didn't I don't get that. It's like it's not about the recognition or is it? And see, network marketing is awesome at recognition. And I understand there's a lot of people that haven't been recognized since the second grade. I get that. I understand the 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 um, I don't want to say the need, but the desire for that. I, I do. But. Those that need recognition, I mean, really need it, will, will never be satisfied no matter how much they receive. I've seen that in way too many people over the years. And in my opinion, the best way to be recognized is by your team. Your team is a reflection of your true ability or lack thereof. Your team is. So if you want to have real recognition, deserved recognition, then develop people, develop homegrown leaders, real recognition. Um, I, I've, I've, over the last, you know, couple of years, uh, people are sending me stuff all the time, uh, and I appreciate it. Keep sending me because it's awesome material, but it's it's just almost horrific. Uh, that what what people are buying into. Um. And I'm starting to believe that certain professions attract uh, sociopathic personalities. And that's the only way that I can possibly explain the amount of fluff and misinformation in the marketplace. And granted, some of these people are very high-functioning sociopaths. But, you know, a sociopath, let me I'll pull the, the definition just so I could communicate that. Let me see if I can find it. A sociopath typically has a conscience, but it's weak. He may know what, he may know that taking your money is wrong, and he might feel some guilt or remorse, but that won't stop the behavior. And if you listen to a lot of network marketing leaders, um, and, and again, that's why, guys, it's just real, real important to get the backstory. And... I would only pay attention to those that talk about the leaders that were developed on their personal team. 
on their personal team. Uh, a lot of network marketing teachers, trainers, gurus, great, great speakers, great, great people. 80% of what they teach is, you know, right from Wisdom of the Ages books. Uh, but they never talk about their team because they never had one. And then there's other people that are gurus and are talking about their students and their students uh, want to be this need for recognition. So they want to be connected with the guru. And I know what it is to, to try to have people climb in my back pocket. I get it. I understand it. I'm aware of it. But high functioning sociopath is a term that's used to describe people with sociopath, sociopathic traits that also to have very high intelligence quotient, quotient, very high intelligence quotient. They are likely to be very successful in the field, in their field and endeavors, politics, business, real estate, etc. They plan very meticulously in the presence of sociopathic traits like lack of empathy, lack of remorse, deceptiveness, shallow emotions, etc. Make it very difficult for normal people to recognize them. Uh, guys, I understand we're all flawed human beings. Uh, everybody has demons in their closet. I get that. And that's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm really trying to communicate is be careful of the philosophy that you adopt. And really stop and ask yourself, what do I want? Why am I doing this? And how do I want it to look five, ten years down the road? Because when you buy a flawed philosophy that I believe you know doesn't really make sense, and when you buy flawed philosophy, uh, many people buy, bought, have bought flawed philosophy and they get down the road 10 years and they say, well, Dale, I've got 10 years experience. You know, I've been building these lead capture pages and I've been, you know, I've, I've been blogging for seven years and I've done this and I've done that and I've got lots of experience. And there's a lot of people in the network marketing profession that don't have 10 years experience. Many times they have one bad year repeated 10 times. And it, again, it, it goes back to the, the philosophy in which they were raised in, for lack of a better term, the philosophy and under which they were raised. So I don't believe anybody should should follow this philosophy or that philosophy or that. I think you should check it against wisdom, wisdom from people that were here before us. There is a yin and yang to life, and you know. If somebody's teaching you to talk about that which you have not done, run. If somebody's teaching you to talk about that which you have not done, run. Do it, then talk about it. Uh, money is not the scorecard. Money is not the scorecard. How the money was made is the real issue. 
uh, you know, so a lot of people, you know, it's like, well, I, I did this, I did that, I made this much, I didn't make that much. And that's a lousy way to keep score. It's a lousy way to keep score. Uh, because, again, there's a lot of people that are extracting money from newbies and they know better, but the newbies don't. And that's sickening to me. You know, the last thing I want to do is have anybody spend money on a training program, consulting, coaching when they don't need it and or they aren't ready for it yet. That's the last thing I want. And most people that contact us about private one on one coaching, uh, I tell them you don't need you don't need private one on one coaching right now. Normally they need a course. You don't need coaching. You need a course. And, and you need to dig into this and you need to internalize it and you need to take the information to the market and pr produce results. You know, and there's other people that just they'll buy every course that we ever come out with. And again, I, I don't that's not necessarily the right solution for now for people either. Uh, and, and again, I understand that because if, if there's a topic that I want to learn then I'll usually buy two or three courses, four or five books, and I'll go through all of it, and I'll binge on it, okay? And I've always been that way, so I understand that. But if but knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. And I understand network marketers uh, that want to get as many different perspectives from as many different people as they possibly can, and I, I, I respect that. I understand that. I encourage that. But for how long? See, at some point, you have to decide, and especially in network marketing, uh, the, more, the more people you listen to, the more confused you will become over time. So find a mentor and don't listen to anything anybody else says. That's my suggestion. Don't listen to anything anybody else says. Put the blinders on. Get plugged in. Master the systems. And, and, and master. Become a master. And I believe you should listen to every success teacher trainer that you possibly can because all success philosophy is the same. It's just a matter of how people communicate it. So, so, you know, it's be a student of success, concepts, principles, ideas, philosophy, human nature, all that's good stuff. But if you're going to build a network marketing organization, then it's going to come down to your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. Leaders are made up of people. People learn through systems. They don't learn through handing them a training manual. They learn through mentors that take them sequentially through systems. And as I've said many times, there's only five core fundamental systems. And 99.999% of the network marketing profession have never learned the first one. It's just people out there flying by the seat of the pants. Uh, people giving them the go sick em program are telling them, hey, you need to go to every trade show you can pick up the business cards of every network marketer and you need to you need to find somebody with a large team and bring them under you so they'll come and bring their their team that kind of junk is being
propagated throughout the industry and and people are confused why because nobody's teaching systematic approaches to launching your business developing customers with a referral program attached two-step recruiting process the re a retention system for keeping them in after you get them in and then focusing on it, it ge generating enough leads where you can sponsor three to five people a month because if you can sponsor three to five people a month and you have the other four systems in place you can absolutely control your own destiny in this industry and that's the reality of it that's the reality of it so again i would just ask you are you looking for the sizzle are you looking for the steak uh, be a person of substance be a person of substance be a person of logic uh, you know because the industry desperately desperately needs you desperately needs you if you don't believe that if you don't really grasp that with everything within you now's the time now's the time the industry the profession we should be at the top of the entrepreneurial revolution happening around the world. But we're not. Because when logical business-minded people hear the type of stuff that has been spewed the last 15 years, they think we're all crazy. They think we're all crazy. So there has to be examples of people in multiple companies and corporate at, at the corporate level that are not afraid to tell people what they need to hear not necessarily what they want to hear a a group of people that are willing to tell people the truth uh, not stroke their ego people that are willing to say you know what uh, you got to develop yourself first before you can really develop and help other people. You've got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. So I know that the people that listen to this podcast every week, uh, you're focused on the stake. You understand the sizzle. You understand all that's been going on. And you're with me on this. And those of you that are, that are committed as I am to developing people and building people, knowing that people will build the business. Uh, I just want to thank you. Uh, I had the opportunity here a couple of weeks ago. I did an event in Florida and met a young man from the United Kingdom that was, he said, Dale, whatever you do, keep doing the podcast. He said, connects with me i really appreciate it it's helping me more than anything i've been down this dead end road and that dead end road and this guru and that guru and did this and did that and what you're teaching makes so much sense and and it's and and i'm overcoming my fears and i'm getting into the marketplace and i'm producing results and keep saying what you're saying and my reaction to people is please continue to share content, share these episodes that you know, an upline, corporate leader, whoever, downline, sideline needs to hear. Uh, and there's a lot of great people out there 
that together, I mean, I, I mean, it's really, I mean, every day I, I, I get to have conversations with a few people that I've never met that, that are so ready for this message. So ready. Uh, truth is truth, and I think we understand it in our spirit, even when we've been raised in a philosophy that uh, is anti-reality. So I just want to encourage you to keep focused on the stake. Keep focused on doing it right, telling people the truth building real teams with real people with real customers and when you do you'll have more sizzle than you can even imagine It'll, it, it you will uh, will it happen in 90 days of course not will it happen in a year probably not what happened in three years maybe not but if you continue to do the right thing long enough uh, it all comes together always has always will thanks for being with me this this week, my friend, focus on the stake. This is Dale Calvert. We're going to come back next 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 month. Next week will be session number fifty, and I'm really excited about that. I'm going to, the title of that is Fifty Truths I Wish I Knew When I Was Twenty. Until next week, God bless. Have a great day, night, wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.